Hello and welcome to the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and strategies for coaching the mental game of softball. I'm Melanie Rushing, and I'll be joined shortly by Alicia Smith and a guest whose career I've been following since I played. She first caught the attention of the softball world as a four-time All-American and national champion for UCLA. She went on to play for the national team where they won two world championships and brought home gold and silver medals from the Olympic Games. She went on to be a part of professional teams in both Japan and the U.S., taking home multiple championship titles. And now she's the founder of her own foundation, helping bring softball to more young girls in inner cities and underserved areas. To say she's a huge player in growing our amazing sport is an understatement. And now you'll get to hear just how inspirational she is to young girls across the globe. Before I get to the episode, please accept my apology for my terrible audio. Alicia has called in from her phone before and the sound was fine, so I thought mine would be too, but nope. (laughs) Fortunately, the one you really want to hear is our guest and her audio was great. So without further ado, please welcome Natasha Watley. Thank you so much for having me. This is so awesome. Yeah, thank you, Natasha, for joining us. We really appreciate, you know, your time as always. Um, But we'll just go ahead and get it kicked off and get started. So I think the first thing I'd like to ask you is talk a little bit about your journey as a softball player and how you got to where you are now. Oh, gosh. Well, such a long one. Um, I started playing when I was five, and I grew up in SoCal. So I grew up in Irvine, California, in Orange County. And I honestly was only child and I wanted to be around other girls. And so there's this one young lady, her name is Coral Bain. And we still talk to this day, this day. She was in my first grade class and she was like the queen of the blacktop. Like she was super athletic. She like played all these sports. Like whenever you had to like pick teams, she would always like pick me. And I just wanted to be like her. I wanted to be around her. She was so cool. Like the boys thought she was cool, but she was like, try out for softball. There's this flyer. I'm telling my parents, like you should totally sign up. I took this flyer home um, to my parents. My parents have like no idea what softball was. My dad's from Louisiana. He's a big basketball, football, you know, Southern um, man. My mom is from the Bahamas. And so softball, like she had no idea. So they're both like, we have no idea, but let's just give the girl what she wants. And so I'm just thankful that I got what I wanted, you know, and who knew that, um, what well, I don't even know, like, what is it, 35 years now that I've been in the game or more than that. Um, but for us, it was just like a family thing, which was really cool because they had no idea what it was. And so I like, instantly fell in love with it. And I feel like they just started to learn with me. And so it just became a family thing. Um, three of us, like, you know, rec ball first. My dad became the coach. My mom became the team manager. And then going on the travel ball and like, you know how that is and just traveling around the world. I should say more so country, but just long car rides and just the three of us. And it just really became like our time to bond and just made me fall in love with it even more. Um, And then it just kind of like, you know, you just go from like one thing, like it's just like rec ball. Okay. So what's next? Like, I think I want to keep doing this. Okay. Travel ball. Okay. That's cool. Like, just continuing to go through and I really credit my dad to like going out and like seeking what that next level looked like because you know when I was in junior high he was going to the local high school and like okay Tosh let's go watch some high school games I'm like oh okay so that's the next level that's what it's supposed to be like okay I want to do that same thing high school um you know I grew up in Orange County so like the Judy Garman in Fullerton I got to see like UCLA so it's like seeing that next level it's like okay, yeah, like I want to do that. And um, even 1996 got to see the Olympic team play. So it's like, what? 
that's what softball can look like. Okay, this is cool. Like, you know, it's, so it's just kind of like continuing um, and just like whatever was the next um, stage and then just going for it. Oh, I have so many follow-up <laughs> ways I could go with this. Uh, I want to dig a little bit more into that family feel and the experience you had growing up before you even got to college. Tell me a little bit more about what was great about that experience and how you got through. There's challenges always. Mm -hmm. I got through that kind of stuff to stick with it. Yeah, I mean, I really honestly like parents were a huge part of that in terms of just like the support and encouragement because, you know, just the reminder of like anything that's easy is not always worth it, you know, so um and if it's if it's difficult and it's tough it might be worth it so tough it out you know um so i think like i i really credit a lot to my parents in terms of just like being loyal and um not necessarily loyal but more so like committed if you said you're gonna do it finish it start it finish it um so i i give a lot of credit to them um yeah it, it, I, I think mainly uh, more my parents, um, just in terms of just creating that structure for me um, of starting and finishing something. I think that's a really good intro, probably unknowingly, right, to kind of mental toughness, right? Finish getting through something that's hard. So when did you first start really kind of learning about or when was it obvious that you started to really also work on the mental side of your game? Probably, like consciously, probably honestly, not into college. Cause I mean, who knew what a mental game was? You know, I think things now are more defined and we definitely have more access to more resources and things of that nature. So I don't think I really consciously like actively um, did any mental training until college. And a like light bulb moment for me was reading Heads Up Baseball. Um, are you guys familiar with that book? So I read that book and that was like life changing for me in terms of mental, like, okay. Like I had all of these um, like tools that I could like actually implement for different parts of my game where I kind of was already doing them, but just like not really knowing. And I think, you know, in high school, it's like just like more, the mental training is more just like tough it out and um, not showing your weaknesses and like just I, I think it's just more of this like mindset of just like toughening toughening tough it out like just figure it out like my parents said it wasn't going to be easy so we just got to figure it out so I think um, like getting over failure I, I, I like sometimes I just really cried a lot like that was my um, go-to so I didn't really like know how to exercise like the mental part of um just compartmentalizing, like just, okay, like you did bit, like you, you struck out. So, you know, like just being able to like process that and get over that. Like I just more so went to toughing it out as opposed to um, realizing, yes, that's a part of the game, preparing for, you know, that if it does happen, like it's not the end of the world. Um, so mainly in high school, I would just cry. <laughs> it was pro probably not good. And then uh, when I got to college, it was like really having like, tools to implement and um uh, reading that book was like totally life-changing for me and to reiterate for anybody who has not read it yet it's heads up baseball and now there's heads up baseball 2 yeah from the late great mm -hmm. Ken Rebiza. Um, yep 
and and Ken Revisa, he would come and work with our team as well. So I'm sure um, since you guys are in that world and probably know him as well, like, but he made it so simple, like um, the mental part in terms of, you know, flushing out the negative things, your circle of focus and like all these things like that. Well, honestly, that book was like life changing for me. I love it. And I get it. Mine was mine, Jim. So same idea, different book. <laughs> uh, so tell me then how, so you started building those skills in college. I was the same. Wish I had learned it sooner, but that's okay. Um, how did you keep applying them through your professional career, through your Olympic career, and now as a professional helping other young girls? Yeah. Um, I think it's, I don't know, like just understanding that so much of the things that we do in life, like are completely 100% mental. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's like one of those cliche things. Like you can honestly put you, you could do anything you put your mind to. Um, and if you think you can't and you say you can't, you probably won't, you know, and it's just like that sim simplicity of, of things. And so I think even like now, I feel like I am like in a fresh start in terms of like running a nonprofit, running a business, trying to manage all these things. And um, I think I go back to like when I was overwhelmed and like how to slow things down because when I was really playing really well in all cylinders, like this, the game slowed down for me, like things are going really slow. So even like now in like, it's just, you know, technology, like email and text message and social media and like trying to keep up and communicate and like, oh, I have to call my mom because I got to tell her I love her, you know, just like simple things. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. But just slowing things down, I think is, is a big thing for me. And I think that I learned that from sport. And that's one thing that has translated over. It's like, just be where you are right now. And that's going to help a lot. And that's going to help in terms of, um, you know, not just being distracted, being able to focus on the task at hand and being able to like be all in, you know, I mean, that's a big thing is just uh, slowing things down for sure. And that, that applies so much on the field. And I think that uh, that's a great lead in, right? Because that's one of the things that we're going to talk about in our boot camp. And I think that, that uh, that's upcoming, that you're going to be our awesome special guests, right? Yeah. And I think that um, in today's society, especially just like you mentioned with all the things as an adult that you're running a business, these kids have so much in front of them all the time. And I think they are so distracted and it's very difficult for them to really be truly be present and even understand what that means. So um Talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. I mean, I think just as you are younger and like how I was describing earlier, you like, you know, give us your background. Like, I really feel like I was a kid when I was a kid, you know, and I was a teenager when I was a teenager. Like, yes, like I, my dad took me to these, you know, the next level, but like just being where you are, like right now, I'm just going to master being the best eighth grader I could possibly be. And then, okay we'll cross that bridge when I become a ninth grader and I go into high school. So like just really being present, like I want to be an Olympian. I want to go to college, but like that is in the, in the future. But like, what are you doing now? How can you perfect where you are right now? Because you won't be able to take that leap if you don't cross off your T's, dot your I's right now. So I think that that's like a huge thing. It's like, just in general in life, like it's always, it's just, I'm all about the journey, like the process, like what are you doing every single day? Because we all want this. We all want, you know, we want 
we have all, we all have our goals. We want, you know, if I'm a kid, I want to play collegiately. I want to play in the Olympics. I'm an adult. I want financial freedom. I want to, you know, like all these things. Right. So it's like, you've got these big, huge goals, but it's like, okay, like can't get there. Um, by just like being distracted. Like I've got to stay in the moment and I've got to be present because things have to get done before I can progress and before I can move on and before I can go to the next step. And I feel like that's like, just like really how I have to live my life is like, what's in front of me right now let's be there let's be all in and then we'll move on to the next thing i love that and i love that you spoke to your journey because i mean alicia and i could talk all day and we have the same brain about this but here's somebody else like feel the same thing so you were like yes <laughs> so can you talk to like the girls you work with the younger ones the high school kids all the way up to the college how do you talk to them about their imagine their journey, have that big picture, and then shifting back to now. Yeah, I think the best thing, I have like my four little um, points of the diamond. So I, with my foundation girls, this is what I share with them. So it's all about, it helps with being present. So how are you going to create your masterpiece for that day? And it's duty, discipline, dedication, dignity. So it starts with duty. So you have to take care of yourself. You've got, I always tease them like, what's the first thing that you do in the morning? And it's like, brush my teeth. I'm like, exactly. Okay. So you're looking at yourself in the mirror, like, and you're taking care of you. And during that time, it's like, you can't take care of the people around you until you take care of you. So you brush your teeth, you shower. If you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm beautiful on this, I'm that. And that's going to help feel, feel you. Like you've got to feel your I can't say feel, feel yourself before you can go out and help the people around you. So it's duty. So I think it, that helps with staying present and like being able to attack that day. And it's like, okay, I've got school or, you know, duty. It's taking care of my brothers, my sisters, my, my parents, your parents do a ton. How am I making sure they're good? I go to school, make sure I'm taking care of my teachers. I see my, my friends, my peers, then I maybe go to sports. So it's just like that duty that you have to do first and making sure that you're taking care of all those people. And then, and then it's being disciplined. It's, you know, you've got to be dedicated on that path of like whatever it is that you're doing. And then dignity is like at the end of the day, you know, I always say like, what is it that you're doing? I, I brush my teeth before I go to bed. Okay. So you can look yourself in, in the mirror and know that you did all the tasks that you had to do to attack that day to create your masterpiece. And like, I feel like that's just how, you know, just attacking one day at a time. And um, that's honestly how you stay present, stay in the moment and um, not looking to like next Friday, you know, stay right here on what day it is. Talk a little bit more about your foundation. I think it's such an awesome foundation. I definitely want to get, you know, have you be able to speak to it, but what first, what inspired you to start it? Yeah. Um, so back in 2008, after the Olympics, I went um, after the second Olympics that I attended. So um, I went on a speaking tour. So I had like my gold medal, my silver medal, like super proud, like just like going around showing them to everybody. And I went to a speaking tour in South LA, which is our inner city, inner city here in LA. And honestly, just like, softball so cool I've been able to travel the world I went to the Olympics I've been able to go uh, you know I got a scholarship I went to my dream college like softball is so cool 
And one African-American girl raises her hand and she's like, Miss Natasha, like your story sounds so cool, but what is softball? And I'm like, wait, what? You don't know what softball is? Like what? Like completely mind blown and shocked. And I'm like, how can she not know what softball is? And this is a high school student, you know? And I, I, you know, obviously at that moment, I'm like, I want every girl to at least have the opportunity to play, not necessarily know what it is, but it's just like have that opportunity and access to like actually experience it. And maybe they fall in love with it, maybe they don't. Um, but that was total inspiration to start the nonprofit and to start the foundation and just have a league. And like, so my target is, eight, nine-year-olds, um, and even younger. Um, but I just want them to just be exposed to the game. I hope they fall in love with it. I know if they don't fall in love with it, that there's so many tangibles that you get from playing sports, you know, the health factor, um, being around other girls, the um, teamwork factor, like all those character building um, traits. So I know if they don't fall in love with it, there's so many things that they gain. Um, but I do, you know, obviously on the inside, I hope that they like do fall in love and they play in college and they go to, or they play in high school, they play in college and they go on. Um, so honestly, that's just, it's just exposing, giving access and opportunities to girls who wouldn't come in touch with it on a normal basis. Can you share a little bit more about like how other people could learn about this? Help out? Yeah. Um, you could, I mean, Instagram is always great. So it's um, NW Foundation is our handle on Instagram. You can always find us at Um Right now, we're just mainly here in LA, um, in, obviously in person, but we've had to do a little bit of a pivot um, uh, given COVID. So we've done a lot of things virtually. And we had a lot of um, international girls. So we had a lot of girls from Mexico City join um, this summer. We had a, one student from one student, one participant from Australia. So that's the mission of the foundation is to give girls access and opportunity to the game. So um, it's kind of opened up my eyes, like in just in terms of just staying here in South LA, but um, this game is so great. And I think just being able to like spread the love of the game um, through the foundation has been kind of amazing. Last thing I would love to ask you is, for your advice from everything you've learned from playing to now coaching and being a business owner, what piece of advice, in addition to everyone, remember, stay present. <laughs> this is the same present. What's one piece of advice you would give young athletes? Mm. There's so much. I mean, I, I usually, I usually say um, like enjoy the process and like uh, really, uh, just really enjoy it and really take it all in because time does really go by fast. Um, just be where you are. Um, and then more than anything, I think sometimes too, like we are so focused on like this big, huge goal and we're always focused on this end game. Um, and so sometimes we kind of get like stifled and like kind of get um, a little paralyzed and like not wanting to make movement because it seems so big. Um, so sometimes it's just like taking action. Um, sometimes that's like always like the thing. It's like, just get yourself going. Like, um, 
oh gosh, I've never played third base before, but like, just go, just do it. Because once you start making up like 55 errors, I bet you the next day you'll make only 50 errors and the next day you only make 45. So it's just, you've got to take action um, to be able to even assess and to be able to like um, learn from your mistakes or whatever that you're doing wrong and to, to be better. So it's, you know, sometimes it's like, oh gosh, I have like, the, it just seems so big, but like, just take some sort of action, like just take something like you and, and do it daily and um, just chip away at taking some type of action towards that goal every single day. And like, you'll learn how to perfect it to be better. And um, you may learn that you may not like it and you may learn that you may love it. You know what I mean? So it's like always just, um, I think the biggest thing is um, enjoy the process and just take action as much as possible. Great advice, am I right? Which is exactly why we invited her to be a special guest on our team at Bootcamp. If you want to win more games and have more fun, check out Alicia's Next Level Bootcamp. It's a week-long virtual clinic for softball teams, teaching them how to take ownership, be where their feet are, and start to build a real confidence that lasts. To learn more, head to takeustothenextlevel.com. That's takeustothenextlevel.com. This is the last week to sign up for this round. The next one probably won't be till the end of this year earliest or probably early 2021. And if you want your players to be able to attend the Zoom call with Natasha live, that's only available to the first 10 teams who sign up and we've already got a couple in. The bootcamp kicks off this Sunday, August 16th. And remember, we're limiting it to 20 teams to make sure we have a great coach to team ratio so we can make as much progress in a week as possible. So if you're the kind of coach who wants to build strong young women in life, this bootcamp is for you. So head to takeustothenextlevel.com to sign up. Thank you again for listening. That's all I got for today. Have a good one.